Welcome to a special angry edition of the Fins Up podcast. I'm Seething Dan, and tonight I'm joined by Irate Imorts. Terry, you've got a big smile on your face, which doesn't really fit what I was going for here. Mate, uh, how you been? Mate, look, I just I've been really good. Um, last night was was absolutely awesome um, having you boys around doing a podcast. But before we vent about the sharks, I need to vent about you three assholes. If that's okay, Please. absolutely, I insist. You all three of you come around to my house and enjoy my hospitality, True. and. Apart from yourself, you eat my pizza and, and you drink my alcohol, but yourself, you brought your own alcohol, your own food. And what did you do when you left my house, Dan? Uh, did I leave the things in a pile? You left five cans of Nelson County beer, uh, bourbon and your Kentucky Fried Chicken and your can of 7-Up on my table. Richie and Josh left their pizza and beer and cigarettes outside my house. Uh, that's not on. you got to put them on the table in a nice, orderly fashion. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, last night was a lot of fun, mate. It's uh, it's going to be more fun than tonight was anyway. So um, I believe you've got something special for us, Dan. I do, mate. Unfortunately, this weekend, um, I look, look, so I was cooking dinner, and I was kind of half watching the game. I ended up watching the replay later. And my son yells, oh, and I turned around. I said, you're right. He goes, I think Chad just killed a bloke. So I've said, okay, what? Come over and watch and seen what um, would soon lead to a Chad Townsend send-off. So I thought, you know, I'm going to celebrate this because, you know, and, and i got to put the language warning in real early because fuck Chad Townsend. You know, Ben Cummins or whoever the referee did was uh, did exactly what we've been trying to do and fuck Chad Townsend off. So for a, I'm forever grateful for that. But I stupidly put a poll up saying that, you know, how should I celebrate? Should I go with a rant? Should I go on open letter or should I write a diss track? Thinking that the open letter would win. So, of course, I wrote it on Sunday night when I put the poll up. Anyways, about 10 minutes in, it became very, very apparent that I was going to have to write a rap song, which is fine because I just I just changed the letter and what I wrote into a song. So, um, that's what I've been doing at work today. So, yeah, it's been good. And I believe you're going to sing that for us right now, Daniel. Hey, what I'm going to do is I try this off off camera and I can't do it to people. I can't sing and I can't rap. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna I'm gonna deliver this in hopefully a charismatic way. And I actually have a mate who, if this goes over well, is gonna record this song and put it on YouTube. The only thing we're trying to decide is how we're gonna split the five hundred million dollar royalty check because this is going number one, baby. Okay, so we're 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 putting the song on pause for the moment, are we? But we're not putting the song. I'm gonna read the lyrics with with my my charisma um i think one of the guys said i should do it is william shatner i don't know if i can justify that but i'm gonna read this mate now if it goes bad because there's some shitty lines here i'm not sure about you just give me the you know this signal and i'll stop and we'll start recording again how's that sound sounds fantastic all right terry this is this is the the chad townsend diss it's about a page and a half yeah we'll see how it goes this could go very well it could go very badly okay Right, mate, and if I don't get three laughs out of you, I'm quitting and leaving and you're on your own. Which I right, generally so am every week. That's all right, mate. Here we go. 
I just, I'm, I'm so excited to see how this goes, Terry. All right. After 30 years supporting this club, I thought I'd seen it all. Then comes along a halfback who can't pass or kick the ball. His name is Chatty Townsend. He's a local from the Shire. For every good game he plays, nine more are fucking dire. The illegal hit on Ponga was the best you've done in years. Still watching you play each week as we reach in for the beers. If I were naming the 17, I'd drop you in a dash. You've got more defensive frailties than our mate Richie has spare cash. <laughs> it's simple to all of us that years ago you were done, so let's load you in the cannon and point it towards the sun. Please do me a favour, Chad, and follow the lead of Dean Pay. Leave my club immediately before young Trindle gets away. I try to support you, Chad. I did with all my might. But you don't help yourself, motherfucker. Your blogs are fucking shite. You block me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Your nickname should be the Nigerian Prince because you run an awful scam. You've got Johnny Morris filled, but the rest of us can see. You haven't played a good game since you barely Cooper C. Grand final for those playing along. You've driven me to insanity, you overrated sod. If you want to hear, have your ass kiss, listen to the Unimmortal pod. Speaking of those other guys, here comes some special deets. You've had as many bad games as that Newman guy's had bad tweets. CT7, you're a disgrace to the black, white, and blue. It seems that despite the Bulldogs' fast, you haven't learned that four is more than two. It's time to face reality, and reality is that you suck, you overlap-blowing, uh, mistackle merchant, Lego-headed fuck. The end. I love it. I love it. You took, you, took, you took the words right out of my mouth. Uh, that's it, mate. You are a poet. You are articulate. Everything about that was beautiful. Let's talk about the game. Uh, Cronulla Sharks 10, the Newcastle Knights. Uh, what did they end up on? 38? I don't remember much of the game, Daniel. Um, I actually had to sit back this afternoon and watch a replay of it. And at 22 to 4 after he knocked Kalen Ponger out I just turned it off I couldn't deal with it anymore it's 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 honestly one of the worst performances I've ever seen when when, when we opened up the scoring with Ronaldo I, I, I thought to myself how did it go wrong and then it just went wrong and what really annoys me is the minute this team gets on the back foot they just capitulate there was no fight in that whatsoever no fight when we were 4 nil up I, I was on the train and you know it was 50-50 game when we scored I actually felt good I thought, okay, the boys are up for this. You know, if we get beaten, it'll be close. Uh, how wrong I was. Yeah. Yeah, that was really bad. Um, there's there's not many highlights that you can take from that as well. I mean, there's a there's a hell of a lot of lowlights, and there's some people who will want to forget that game in a heartbeat. But, my God, it's... You know, that's that's just as bad as the Penrith performance where we where we had 50 put on us. That's it. Twice or three times this season, we've said this is a make or break game for us. This will show where we are. We've got absolutely pants in all three. It's it's not good signs. You know, we'll probably turn up and beat the Warriors convincingly next week. But after that, then what fucking chance are we beating the better sides like the Roosters and the Canberras? And God help us if we run into Penrith in the finals. But I mean, I mean, last week you and I sat on the podcast, stone cold, stone faced, and said that. Positionally, they only had us in two areas. And it was only one guy who stood up and killed us that game. It was only Kalen Ponga. 
He did, but he was just he was on, and not not one of our players were. Like we were talking last night and last week rather, and we were talking Trindelup as a great white hope. And after this weekend, you're like, I don't see how he gets back in that side. And you know, like Ronaldo and Katoa, you know, we re-sign him. It's all exciting. Then they go and do that and get outplayed by like part-time footballers. It's just super depressing. Yeah, look, for, for all the good that Ronaldo does with the ball in his hand, he's atrocious defensively. I'd hate to see his plus negatives. Yeah. Tries, yeah, he's, I mean, he he leaks tries so badly. He doesn't trust his centre at all. And I know he clapped back at me and said that he's he's doing, you know, what his defensive coach told him. But I, I, I've got to say that's bullshit because against the Cowboys, twice he didn't trust Josh Dugan. Twice he ran in when Dugan had the centre covered and, and twice Cole felt strolled over untouched. It's not good. I, I didn't like him clapping back either. Not that I don't like people putting, you know, athletes putting people in their place. I'm more than happy to cop a serve. But why would that matter? This is a guy that gets played, paid to play professional rugby league and he's more worried about what some guy on Twitter has to say about his defence rather than making tackles, that's a huge fragility for me. I'm really, uh, you know, I, it's, it's easier said than done, but hey, just fucking ignore it. And just, who cares? You're I'm a professional I, footballer. I, I'm, I'm, like, I'm glad he clapped back because, you know, I, I, I did give him a spray in my state on Friday night. But you can't clap back and, and blame it on your defensive coach when, you know, I, I could literally put a Mitch Doyle compilation up of all his fucking defensive mistakes that have nothing to do with his coach and more to do with his poor judgment of the players inside him. And I mean, I mean, the the, the one, the, the, the second try that Felt scored, Dugan literally had Valentine Holmes around the legs. He didn't need to come in. He just needed to stay on Kyle Felt. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but I'll tell you what, if he, if he doesn't step up and fix that real quick, he won't be there come finals time because I'll pick Bryson Goodwin over him. Well, you can't even pick Bryson Goodwin because he was terrible. He was, but they're going to go with the um, the experience option, I reckon. No, Google wasn't good, but then again, how many of our players on the weekend were good? Um, look, but let's talk about. It. I think Aaron Woods has copped some really unfair criticism for this game. I, I thought he was probably the only one who stood up in both attack and defence. I know, I know, Toby had a you know a good game stats wise and made a hell of a lot of meters, but it was it was a game that I honestly felt that Aaron Woods. Like in the first, in the opening twenty minutes, Woods turned around and was like, "Who's with me?" And no one was there. No one was with him. What was it like six or ten six? It like twenty minutes in or something. Yeah, we we're up four nil, and then we we make a mistake, and before you know it, it it's twenty to four or twenty two to four. Yeah. And as they as they, they, score, they scored they scored three tries in three sets. Yeah, you're right. You're back to back to back. That's yeah. right because I, I remember turning my phone off when I got to Southern. Thought I'm not going to fight the um. The Kiriwi low spot, just just end it now. I I thought we were going well until, as you mentioned, we dropped the ball. Then we conceded a six again, then a penalty, and then a try, then a try, then a try. A side that can't win or play well when they don't have momentum is not going to go far in the professional age. No, no, and, and I mean, you know, there are there are a lot of players that um, will really want to forget that game. There were uh, there's a few issues that really annoyed me with John Morris in this game. And one is he hooked Braden Trindle, who didn't have a good game, but he was trying a lot more in attack when we did have the ball than Chad Townsend was. But the other thing as well is, you know, Morris has shown his hand that Townsend can have an awful game and never get hooked, but a three-game rookie's going to get hooked? 
That I, that that didn't sit well with me. It's not. Connor was probably our best player when he came on. He was the only one that seemed interested, which yeah. is um, saying a lot. I tell you what, I'm not too unhappy that Wade Graham's had an enforced spell. I think he needed that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, look, we're going to miss him because it's Wade Graham, but I don't think we're going to miss him a whole lot. I'm happy to see Talakai and Nakora run out this weekend. Abs- absolutely, we've got we've we've got two edge back rowers who focus on their job of running and hitting holes. And I know it's not a slight to Wade Graham, but his role is completely different to that of of the modern day back row because we rely on Wade to give us a lot of ball play. But I think if we're going to play Johnson and Tracy in the halves, who both love ball runners and both love running the ball, that's going to open up the game for us as well. And I'll tell you what. He, he, he hadn't really done much, but I'm, I am kind of glad Scott Sorensen's out of the team this weekend. Yeah, I look at that's a, that's one of those things that if he's there, he's there. If he's not, I, I honestly don't care. I'll tell you what, Yuel, he's bloody lucky to be named again. That's two. Or oh, three he was awful. Oh, par games. Yeah, and and the fact that he arm grabbed at Kalen Ponga and then got fended by a guy thirty two kilos lighter than him, that's not one that's going to go on the end of season highlight reel. It's not either. Look, he might be tired. This is the most footy he's ever played by a mile. But he's one that I wouldn't have picked this weekend. I would have put, you know, I mean, there's not a lot of people we can put in. But I would have been tempted to put, um, you know, Wounds or something in the middle, have um, Teague Wilton on the bench and maybe move Talakai into lock. And just, I, I don't know, I just, but there's no accountability there. And I mean, there is a rumour going around that Fafita found out he was dropped last week via text. So Morris didn't even have the goal. Supposedly, this is just a rumor, remember? That yeah. um, you know, it's it's not good. These players have got to be bloody. I can't read that, Terry. Go ahead. No, so, yeah, I know. I, I understand that they've got to be uh, accountable for what they're doing. Daniel, check your phone. Um, and yeah, look, I I don't think that I I don't think you can drop you, Ellie. I like. We don't have the depth where you can turn around and go give him a spell because, again, you're then putting people in a makeshift, um, you know, makeshift positions. I, I think I think you've just got to chalk this up as a bad game for you, Ellie, and hopefully he bounces back against the Warriors. Yep. Yeah. Because I have nothing else to add. Yes, you're exactly right, and I hope he fucking bounces back. That's so pretty poor. Uh, look, Will Kennedy had a game that you'd you'd want to forget. Um, it's 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 probably one of the worst games from a Sharks fullback, probably since Albert Kelly. Yeah, well, it wasn't real good. Look, I I didn't watch a lot of the second half, even on the replay, to be totally honest. So if anything happened there, I just Kennedy's either good or he's bad. You're gonna get that with a young kid that's probably a little undersized and a little out of his depth. So you know, it's more it's more the forwards I had the issue with because as you said, Ponga was better than Kennedy on paper, and their seven was better than our seven. Pierce, you know, but that's it. And we got beaten everywhere. But, yeah, Kennedy, you know, I'm starting to think, as we discussed last night, you know, maybe maybe he's not the fullback option we thought he was. No, and, you know, again, it's the the way that, that how unbalanced our roster was and what we were talking about last night is there's not really a fight for spots, is there? Like, you know, you had Matt Moylan, who's who's so injury prone that he's not in the team. You know, more than fifty percent of the time. So you've got Will Kennedy, but who's putting pressure on Will Kennedy? Well, Dugan's our only other option now. If you had Ferris there, then it becomes a question because Ferris can play centre, but without him, 
there is no real other option. You know, Katoa played a bit of fullback for Newtown, but he didn't go overly well. He was, you know, he's not I, a fullback, he's I, a winger. I mean, Nene McDonald's played fullback. Nene McDonald's played in the centres and Nene McDonald's played on the wing. Apparently, he's now at full fitness. So you've got to kind of hope that we, the Bryson Goodwin experiment's got to end. It does, absolutely. I wouldn't be putting McDonald at fullback either. I think we just stick the season out with Kennedy. If if Moylan's fit, maybe we throw him back on in. But I just, mate, oh, I'm, I'm lost for words. We were so bad this weekend. It's absolutely sapped the energy out of me. Yeah, like, look- we saw it. We said it had happened, but we we didn't want it to. But here we are. That that's that's the for mine. That's the second worst performance of the season. Just yeah, to the fifty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, obviously, if you concede fifty, you know, there's there's no excuse for that. the the only The only saving grace that you might say this is a little bit war. This is a lot worse. Is in that fifty point loss against the Panthers, you could still take something away that we're the only team that's put twenty on the Panthers this year. And our attacks still look good, and you, you're like, you know, if, if we can if we can fix up our defence, um, our attacks there. But you know, th- there's nothing. Well, I mean, there's only one positive you can take out of this week's game, and that's Chad Townsend got sent off. Yeah, that's there. There's one thing. Although I do like the spin on that. So, but they only had for three weeks, so technically you can waltz back in for the finals. How dumb is that? The only thing dumber than that will be if Bomber picks him for the finals. But Daniel. Chad has been suspended, so... It's a beautiful day. Dance with me, Daniel. Dance with me, Daniel. And we're back. Music's over. But, uh, yeah, look, I, I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad he got suspended because, I, 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 honestly, I don't think I could have watched another game with that fuckwit playing. No, not at all. He's done us all a favour. What do you think of the send-off? It was a send-off. I don't, I don't give a fuck what anyone says. And the fact that that wanker went and did a vlog was even worse. And he, he said, he goes, I didn't hear it. Well, the guy you hit had a fucking headgear on. Was 12 metres away from the referee when the ref blew his whistle. You ran out of the line, left your feet and shoulder charged the bloke. It's a fucking send-off. You should have got more. He should have got more. I would have believed his ridiculous... I'm not watching his vlog, but I would have believed what he had to say if he went and made a tackle. If he grabbed Palmer and wrestled him to the ground, maybe he attempted to steal the ball. Okay, maybe he didn't hear, but he launched himself. He was a foot off the ground with his shoulder first. There is no justification for that. And you could see it in Wade Graham's face. He was arguing it, but he knew it was a send-off. And Chad smiled and like, oh, I'm so funny. He knew it was a fucking send-off too. He had no option. Yeah, look, I've, I've seen I've seen some justification from people who said it shouldn't have been a send-off because he didn't hit him in the head. Well, you don't need to hit him in the head. It's a fucking shoulder charge. He left his feet. Whether he shoulder charges him in the knee, the fucking hip, the chest, or the face, it's a shoulder charge. And he left his feet, and it wasn't in play. The referee had blown a whistle. Everyone heard. Everyone stopped except that wanker. Yeah, I, I honestly, it took me four or five replays to even make sense of what happened. What the fuck was he thinking? Oh, like, look. I just, I got no idea. Maybe he just got frustrated and did something stupid. But he should have just come out and said, ah, fucked up. I'm the worst halfback to ever play for the Sharks. I quit, and the rest of my contract money is going to go to Dan Terry for having to put up with me. But he didn't. I, 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 look, I don't, I don't really care what he was thinking. But, you know, two things came out of it. One, it was entertaining. 
And two, he's not playing for the rest of the season, which is fantastic. It's two wins, but it's just like, he's going to come back and play finals. That's going to happen, and we're going to have to get used to that. Yeah, the, the, the only hope that you've got is that uh, Johnson and Trindle rip the Warriors apart and then can get a scalp out of the Roosters and the Raiders. And then maybe you bring Chad on the bench. I don't know. I like the bench this weekend. Yeah, I think it's the way we have to go forward. Like, oh, the, 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 only, the only thing for me is that uh, Wilton, Wilton uh, would come out for Wade Graham. Other than that, I, I love this team. Yeah, yeah, that's a fair call. Yeah, obviously Wilton drops out. But um, did you see the Facebook group? What does Billy Magulius have to do to get a start? Yeah, you know, we spoke about it last night as well. You know, Richie in 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 un, uh, uh, you know in, in no mean terms said, well, he, he probably shouldn't be a shit footballer. I I mean, you know, you can argue that Magulius maybe could have come in and played the way Graham role because he can be a ball playing back rower, but he's just ordinary. You know, if, any, if anyone wants to know what Billy Magulis has done to get out of this team, I, I, I beg you, go back and watch the West Tigers game and just see how fucking ordinary he is. Four runs for like 15 metres, I think. Don't, don't have a look. Don't have a look at a reserve grade grand final. Don't have a look at a 2019 reserve grade grand final. Have a look at a 2020 NRL game. Yes, he had a good game against the Storm. When we had two referees and there was no six again, he got absolutely annihil- annihilated against the West Tigers. He was dreadful. Yeah, it makes a big, big change. You got to pick the right team. I just, I wish Jackson Ferris was available. I just, I could see some positives if Ferris had a few more games under his belt. You know, these are the three he could play. He could move Dugan back to fullback. But I, um, oh, look, the season's over. We we've known it for a couple of weeks. We just. We'll play Canberra in week one, COP50, and, you know, hit up whatif.com, see what's open. But, uh, uh, fuck Chad Townsend. That's all i got to say. I'm just, it was funny. It was funny. It was, yeah. Yeah, look, it, it, you know, as I said, if anything, apart from being pathetic, and, I, I mean, the best comment that I saw about this is, it's typical Chad Townsend, he can't read the play that's in front of him. That's true. He can't. That's that's the first time he's ever been suspended. I mean, you've got to have a go to get suspended. Yeah, that's true. Like, <laughs> he's been torturing us for so many years. He's played like 170 games or something I looked up today. Well, when, when he signed from the Warriors, he had played over 100 games consecutively until this year when he got injured. I mean, he's literally just tortured. He's, he's down to Jeff Robson and just absolutely tortured us. It just... He'll be 140 and still kicking around in first grade. Yeah. Or we'll we'll sack Morris and make him the coach. Yeah, that oh, oh. oh. <laughs> he's in there, mate. My God, <laughs> Daniel, we've got a big game this weekend against the New Zealand Warriors. How are you feeling? Feeling good about this. Um, it's become very obvious that we're better than the teams below us, and not as good as the teams above us. That's so simple to say, but the golf is quite big. We, we beat the Warriors by, you know, 16, 18 points this week. Get all cocky, and then we cop a flogging against the Roosters the week after. That's how I'm feeling. Yeah, look, the the lineup for the Sharks, Kennedy's the fullback. Mulatalo Katoa's back in. Uh, Dugan Ramian. Connor Tracy gets his shot next to Sean Johnson, who's playing halfback. Hamlin Ueli, Braley and Woods. Talakai and Nikora in the back row with Rudolph at lock. Wilton Williams, Fafida and Hunt. 
I like the inclusions of Fafita and Williams. I think it just gives us a bit more aggression. Um, I think, you know, even still, we said it last week, he might not play big minutes, but Andrew Fafita's leadership, can you, like I'm saying, I'm telling you, if he was playing against Newcastle, that shit doesn't happen. We we need him, yeah, hundred percent. People people are pulled into line very quickly if he's if, if he's on that bench. And even when he's running sideways, he tracks three or four defenders. It's just he gets the defenders tired because they've got to come at him, and he's still a big, you know, physical body. Yeah, he he had to come in. I'm very surprised he wasn't in against Newcastle. I think Hunt has really got to play big minutes this week. Um, I'd be looking at starting him and saying, go out there and kill him for 15 minutes, and then you get the last 10 or 15, mm. just to mix it up. Because I think Hamlin Uwelli's just below pay. Probably come out and play the game of his life this week. I'm happy to happy to suck that one. But uh, I like the bench. I like Teague Wilton. Williams, oh, man, Williams is just he's just there. But Sorensen hasn't offered anything, so I'm, I'm not going to bag that inclusion. And uh, the Warriors team, two of us are Sheck at fullback, Jennings and Pompey on the wings, Perham, never heard of him, in Hiku in the centres, Nikarima and Harris Tavita are the halves, and then they've got Papali'i, Lawton, and Tanua Brown, uh, Murchie, uh, Harris, and Tavanga make their back row, and then on the bench they've got Egan, Blair, Alvaro, and Burr. That is a shit team. It is a shit team. Again, they've only got two players that are better than us. In Tohu Harris and Roger Tuabasa Shep. Would you say that Tohu Harris is in better form than Talakai? Uh, yes. Really? Yes. Tohu's been freaking huge this, week, uh, this year, especially over the last couple of weeks. He's been monstrous. Talakai's been very good. Um, I'll put Harris and Nakora. Yeah, it's it's the 12 on 12, though, baby. It's the 12 on 12. Uh, look, yeah, I look. If you're offering me both, you're taking so Harris. Yeah, uh, obviously. I, or maybe on reputation, but uh, yeah, yeah, obviously you're going to take Tohu Harris. Um, I look at that team. The you know, I think the Warriors have played with a lot of heart, and I think one of the reasons why they're they're doing a lot better than what they should be doing is because they don't have to do that awful travel from New Zealand to Australia and, and vice versa. So they don't have the miles under their legs. Um, a lot of they they've played a lot of games on the Central Coast. Well, they've played a lot of games in New South Wales, so they haven't had much airtime this year. Um, that's a that's a very very ordinary team. Though. I do not rate that at all. So no, when you got, so we'll probably lose by twenty. Yeah, look, it's a sharkiness. It's going to say that. I Hayes Pernham, the, the boat you hadn't heard of. He, he's been quite good, but him versus Ramin or Dugan, whoever he lines up on, it, it should be no contest all across the park. I just. Katoa's going to play, um, you know, after getting dropped late last week through injury. We we need him. We need his energy because he brings the ball out with an energy that, you know, Ronaldo and that don't have. Um, he makes a lot of sideways runs, but he tracks a lot of defenders. And again, you got to you got to run defenders around to get them tired. Just running at them straight on. As Toby said preseason, he loves the blokes that run straight at him because they're easy to hit and put on the ground. So yeah. we've got to get that movement going. I want to see Ramian get the ball yeah. in attacking areas this week. And I hopefully Connor Tracy, because he, he hasn't played, he hasn't started with Johnson all year, has he? Nope. This is this is his opportunity. If he plays three superstar games, then we can't drop him, and he's our starting number seven next year, as far as I'm concerned. Number six, because Johnson would be the seven. That, that, that's the way we've done it. Look, but this 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 is what like obviously this is what we bought Connor Tracy for was to put 
pressure on the halves and force his way in the team. And he did that at the beginning of the season by forcing his way onto the bench. But he now has the opportunity to turn around a bomber and say, I am the perfect person for Sean Johnson. And the only person that's going to fail in doing this is if he comes in and puts in three subpar games, it'll give Morris that out. Well, you didn't play that well, so we'll just stick Townsend in there. Yes. He, he's, you know, Tra- Tracy has to be borderline our best player for the next three games. And he's got it in him because he was our best player on the weekend. Yeah, he does. And he only played, what, 18 minutes or something? Uh, it was a bit more than that. He um, he was on the field when Townsend knocked uh, knocked Ponger out. Oh, there you go. Yeah, well, that would have been 25. Yeah. That yeah. was fair call. He was our best player. He made two line breaks or something. Yeah. He made three. All night. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. It, did, it didn't make for good viewing. Um, where do we win this game, Dan? The forwards are far superior. Whether they can live up to that, um, and our wingers are like superstars compared to their bums. And but the centers is where it's at. Ramin and Dugan versus Hiku and Hayes Burnham. That's a no contest. If we don't win that, like ten seven, then. Yeah, we got real problems. Yeah, our our forwards and and that starting team, if you're talking about Jack Williams, whose hands have been pretty good in his last couple of games, you're talking about Jack Williams, Nakora, Woods, and Ueli starting, you know, given the opening 20 minutes, it should be a no contest against the Warriors. And then you're bringing our bench on. You're bringing on Toby. You're bringing on Royce Hunt. You're bringing on a fresh Teague Wilton. You're bringing on a pissed off and fired up Andrew Fafita. It shouldn't be a contest. Our our backs, our two to five are better than theirs. Um, obviously, two of us are Sheck. He's a freak in a top three fullback in the game. Um, yeah, forwards for mine is exactly where we win this game. I also think as well, Blake, Blake Braley. He can be a massive difference in this because their hookers are bums. Yeah, absolutely. He can run with his ears, really can't. Wade Egan does a lot of work. I got him in a few um, NRL CEO competitions because he went really, really low. But outside of that, he doesn't offer a whole lot. But we we have the potential to go large here, or we have the potential to be the Sharks and win seven six, or lose ten eight or something. It just you just got to show up and be ninety percent, hold the ball and don't give away penalties, and the opportunities will come. Plus, Sean Johnson's back. Yeah, uh, that's you know I'm glad you said that about the winning large because. Yeah, people have turned around this year and said, oh, you know, the only big scores you've put on are against, you know, shit teams. You put 40 on Manly, you put 40 on the Warriors, you put 40 on the Titans. If we hadn't done that, imagine what our four and against would be. Because we've had 50 put on us. The Knights have trolled us. The Panthers have trolled us twice. We capitulate when we lose games. Yeah, we do. There's, the, there's, there's no fight. Like, I remember losing the, the game against Melbourne, that, that loss against Melbourne. We, we put up a fight. We absolutely put up a fight. Against South, we let ourselves, you know, get blown out and then we put the fight to get back in the game. But now the minute we fall behind and and we look at the opposition and go, Well, they're above us on the ladder, we just we just shit the bed and give it up. You're right, momentum. We just we can't wrestle it back. Mm. Again, it, it's a mental it's a mental thing. Like everything's going well, we drop the ball. We give away a penalty, we give away a six again, we can see to try. It's like clockwork. Most of the good teams like Melbourne, they make the mistake. Then they defend you for two sets. Then they're like, oh, shit, and Melbourne go and score. We don't have that in us, and we have to find it this weekend. Yeah, we absolutely... I mean, it's... Like, the the ramifications of this game are so big that we have to win this game to ensure that we're in the finals. And 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 when you say that, if, if you know, if we're to win and there's two games to go, that would mean that the Tigers and the, the Warriors... 
Actually, I think if we win this weekend, it, it would it would knock the Warriors out. They wouldn't be able to catch us. Yeah, which right. which would mean the only team that could catch us were the Tigers. Now, if we can win and win quite well, the Tigers at the moment have to overturn a forty nine point differential, and that's not adding a win against the Warriors. So, you know, as you said, if you if you beat the if we beat the Warriors this weekend, there's only one team who can who can knock us out of the top eight, and that's the West Tigers. Now, the advantage of that is the Tigers have a very very hard run home. And we will know the kind of effort that we need to give on Friday, uh, tomorrow night, actually, because they're playing the Rabbitohs, and I think the Rabbitohs are going to win that game. Yeah. And you can almost beat the Warriors, and that's it. You're in the finals. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping that Souths can do us a massive favour and and give the Tigers a, a bit of a thumping. And then Morris just has to turn around. Do you want it? Do you want to play finals football? Do you want to reach your potential? Go ahead that's all you got to do. It's so simple, which worries me because we were in that position last week. You know, we had a chance to jump over Newcastle and maybe push for a home final. I know it doesn't really matter this year, but that opportunity was on the line. And for 15 minutes, it looked like, yeah, we want that chance. And then it didn't feel like we wanted to be there. We wanted to be on the bus back home, wanted to be under our you know, blankets and hug our pillows. And that's just that's not the way you should feel about this football team. No, and, and, and the worst part about it is if you if we lose against the Warriors, it gives the Warriors a sniff. We then have the run-in against the Roosters. They play the Raiders. And then the final round of the season, they're playing Manly and we're playing the Raiders. And they're, they're too, you know, if we lose to the Warriors, we're probably going to get thumped by the Roosters and the Raiders. They'll jump us. Yeah, it's very, like, it's lucky they, they fell short against Parramatta this week. I reckon this would be really game on this weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we can't lose this game, just simply put. And if we do, I wouldn't even bother turning up. I wouldn't send the boys to Canberra. You know, just take the forfeit in the 99 because it could be worse than that. The the only saving grace that I, I think about this the, the Canberra game, the last round of the season, is if the Canberra can't make the top four, they'll rest players. That'd be good. But yeah. then they'll be really rested for next week to beat us again. <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll send out Mounties and beat us, and then send out their full strength team and beat us. Look, if they run a if they run a Mounties line out against us, we just have to name the twenty nineteen Jets and we'll flog them. Yeah, that's it. Spot on, Royce Hunt. You know, in the in the wrong jersey this time, but yeah. yes. But it'd be it'd be on the winning side of it. Um, your optimism? Are you heading out to the game? I'm heading out to the game. Yes. Um, shout out to Cross and Nay who have donated their tickets. Thank you so much. Um, so I'll be there, yes. So you've got a spare, do you? I do have a spare. Boy, your boy might come out. I think. Same. I think. Uh, I think this is going to be the first game of the season that I, I might attend. You, you better be there after saying that. This this will be my last game because it's school holidays. I'll be in Port Macquarie for the last. Yeah, and I mean, I think uh, so. You're not going to be there for the last game of the season where Rich is going to fly around in his helicopter. Uh, I don't think so. Although I did talk to him last night and I was going to see if we push that back a day. You know, put the kids with the parents, the grandparents and, um, you know, have a have a merry old time. I just want to say, last night when we did the podcast, like obviously we we did the podcast in my garage and, uh, you know, you turn up in your hoodie and, and, and your shorts and Josh turns up in shorts and, and you know, I'm I'm just in my, my casual clothes. And that guy turns up looking like a million dollars. Literally a million dollars. That's how much that Cody was wearing cost. I mean, that was that was a fucking live animal on his back. He went safari and fucking got that coat. 
Today and he was giving me grief about getting a haircut. Mate, well, I mean, I mean, how much? How much do you pay for a haircut? Like twenty bucks. His barber's got a ten grand an hour easily. Yeah, well, he's sitting at home waiting. That's why his beard's always perfect, manicured. Hell, his nails are it's... perfect. Everything about that bloke's perfect, apart from his ginger hair. That and his uh, his, ta- his taste in um, halves. <laughs> <laughs> That'll uh, go down infamy. Yeah, it will go down infamy of the take of all takes. Um, so, so going going back to it now, just we, you know, before we wrap up this, uh, you know, th- this podcast, the the positives that have got to come into this game, as we've said for the team, just to to run it down, we win this, we play finals football, we win this game, and we win it convincingly, and you get a little bit of momentum against the Roosters, and you kind of hope that that will, you know, give the boys the shot that they need because we do need that scout before we go in. There's none bigger than the Roosters; we probably won't do it. But they've got to play to keep Chad out of that team. And surely they know that. That should be the motivation. <laughs> yeah. We win, Chad doesn't come back. Yeah. You guys play finals football and beat one of the Roosters and the Raiders. We don't play Townsend. Makes sense. That that should be on the wall. Should be. They, they, can't, they can't be happy with Chad's inclusion. Seriously. I know, I know the talk coming out of the club is that they love Chad. But what's really going on? I don't know. I don't know. Look, or I can't say it anymore. You know, whether we deserve to play finals football or not, we've got to win to play it. And that's it. It's a whole new season when you get into finals time. There's different nerves. Bigger players step up. Just just win it and, and, and get finals footy. That's it. Just keep the streak alive. I don't think we'll do any damage whatsoever in the finals. But I want to play the extra week because I want that extra week of pretending like we can win the premiership. Um, before it all comes crashing down. Yeah. Plus, for the first time ever, there's football on my birthday in October, the grand final. You know, I would like to be there. Yeah. Fair. Well, I mean, you can go. You won't be watching the Jets or the Sharks, though. That's a that's a shame, though, because if the Jets were playing, there's a good chance we would be supporting a team. But uh, not this year, mate. Perhaps next. Nah. But we just got we just got to get through this weekend first, mm-hmm. and hopefully um, get those two points. Nice little bump and. Um, I'm you're kind of Tracy Hattie. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm going to go that you know we sh- we should win this game thirteen plus, and I think it's you're right. I think both our centers are going to score tries this weekend. I hope so, mate, because mm. Jesse Ramian promises so much, but it's so frustrating. Yeah. All right, and on that note, uh, I'm not hailing anyone this week, but it's good to see your face again, Daniel. You too, Terry. Let's uh, let's see how this goes over on Twitter, mate. <laughs>